Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh my God, it's Monday! <laughs> like my best Oprah impression. You get a Monday and you get a Monday. It's a beautiful, beautiful, happy Monday. The 1st of August, nonetheless, three minutes after the noon hour. I hope you're sinking your teeth into uh, something delicious as you sink your ears into this delicious radio program, The Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley. That's Holly and Holly. I would like to share with you Chris Jenner's revenge. Ooh, scary. Is this a new movie that's coming out this Halloween season? I just clicked well, a random a, sound effect and it was the we're stock. We're going to the stock market. <laughs> stock it's, a, it's a Chris Jenner rally. Well, why are we talking about Chris Jenner's revenge? Because uh, Chris Jenner's revenge involves a story. That we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, and the last couple of weeks, the story has been all about celebrity jets. You know this. Um, it, we first came to attention of this story from a Twitter account, Celeb Jets. They've been following around celebrity jets and telling people every time a celebrity's jet takes off, and it's kind of an automated thing. Like you follow it on Twitter, and it'll be like, you know, Oprah's jet just took off from Spokane, traveling at this speed for this log, and it cost this much money and this many carbon footprints things. Ooh, it's delightfully uh, nosy. Exactly. And a lot of the criticism initially was at Kylie Jenner because one of her trips first purported to be like three or four minutes, ended up being like 15, 16 minutes, whatever. The, the, the criticism stands, which is that Kylie and other celebrities are taking these like really quick journeys by private jet, which costs not only a lot of money in jet fuel, but burns a lot of jet fuel that you know, many are concerned about regarding, I don't know, look outside your window or turn on the TV climate change, right? Right. So that criticism comes at an awkward time for those celebrities or an uncomfortable time. But like I said, a lot of that criticism went towards Kylie initially and um, a few other celebrities who were noted by this account. But somebody did the dirty work of actually compiling data Oh. In this moment. And this is why I think Chris Jenner's uh, revenge is apt, because when they compiled the data, a research firm, Yard, determined that Taylor Swift reportedly created so far this year the most CO2 emissions through private jet usage among top celebrities. Oh. At about 8,293 tons. That sounds like a lot. I don't know the metrics for measuring uh, jet fuel, 
but we'll go with it. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot. And yeah. you can read. I actually did read the story in full from uh, Yard. But I thought, oh, Chris Jenner must be happy about this. It takes the the uh, attention away from <laughs> from the well, Kylie Jenner, not not Kim, by the way, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. But it took the uh, attention away from Kylie, and I'm sure she's super happy. Swifties, however, not amused by this, and we'll get to their reaction in a moment. But I did want to just tell you the data uh, and what they found. So again, this research marketing firm Yard. Uh, did a piece called Just Plain Wrong. That's P-L-A-N-E. Yeah. Celebs with the worst private jet CO2 emissions. And they tell you their, like, math, their science, how they compiled this data. They basically just use this Twitter account. Yeah. And this Twitter account, again, just... The Twitter account knows, because of the guy who set it up, which jets belong to which celebrities. So they're able to connect the dots, la, 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 that way. Mm -hmm. And then it will tweet when they take off and when they land, and then he'll do a recap or a summary of how much carbon was used. So Yard put all of this together based on a methodology and came up with a top 10 list. So the top 10 celebrities uh, who are like the worst uh, emitters of CO2. At the top, far and away at the top at number one. Do they get some fanfare? Done today! Number one on a full breakdown of the top celebrity CO2 emissions offenders, Taylor Swift. According to Yard, she might be today's pop princess, but Yard's research found Miss Swift is the biggest celebrity polluter of the year so far. She racked up. I want to put this into perspective because I please. That's a lot of cow farts. (laughs) Yeah. I want to put this into perspective, and that's actually methane. I understand it's different than CO2, but it's we're jokes. Comedy show. Not really. Um, we're not scientists. Uh, I wanted to put this the actual numbers into perspective. So her jet alone, that is Taylor Swift's jet, so far this year has amassed twenty two hundred and nine or twenty two thousand nine hundred and twenty three minutes in the air so far. That's about fifteen point nine days mm. of the, like full, you know, like yeah. twenty four hour periods. In the air. It's yes. not saying she flew 15 times. It's saying, like, if you put all of those minutes in the air together, it would be almost half a month. Now, that's a really large amount, as Yard points out, for someone who's not actually touring. So, on average, her jet flight time is about 80 minutes. Um, and the average distance is about 140 miles. Uh, like I said, her total emissions for the year, 8,200 and some odd tons, which is, get this, 1184 times more than the average person's annual emissions. So like you and me, yep, are, you know, and we may fly a couple times a year, right? Right. On a commuter jet. Mhm. Her use or her emissions were 1184 times more than the average. Her shortest recorded flight was uh just about 36 minutes when she went from Missouri to Nashville. Now, I think that's fascinating. Like, yes. and I also think celebrities. This is they're I think they're trying to act like, why are you guys coming after us? Because I think it's such an a, an obvious over usage of resources. Like, yes, there's no need for you. You know, sure, you can say like, oh, when you're super famous, it's very dangerous to fly. Okay, fine. And time is money. But when it comes to actual emissions. As compared to you and I getting on a, a flight to, you know, go halfway around the world or you and I driving our car to work every day. This is an absurd amount of resources and energy that's being expended and emissions that are being created 
compared to the average. Yes. And I think that's why it sort of struck a chord, especially in this moment, this summer particularly, where wildfires are raging all across the planet, heat waves uh, hitting records all across the planet. It makes sense that this is going to be an obvious target for people. Yeah, that it's a hot topic, so to speak. Also, the fact that there has been messaging that... mm, Doing things to thwart climate change rests on the shoulders of individuals. Meanwhile, you and I, Bradley, might be doing our best to try to, you know, do for our community. And then you look at someone like Taylor Swift and you're like, boy, boy, that's a lot. That's a lot of emissions coming from you, ma'am. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and again, it's not like it's a little more. It's not like it's, you know, mm, oh, they're celebrities. They, you know, it's taking a flight for 15 minutes or 16 minutes or whatever it is when you could easily take a private vehicle. Like it's not just like I have to take this flight because I'm touring around the world this year. She's making a choice. There are choices that are being made. You could take alternate modes of transportation. It's not uncommon to drive a hundred miles. And I also think when celebrities, and I don't know about Taylor Swift's, uh, words specifically but when you have celebrities oftentimes speaking out on these crises climate change etc to then turn around and go well what are you doing like you and i again we're going to have a far lesser impact because our footprint is just not that big yeah but for those who are celebrities who have the ability to make these large footprints what are they actually doing and i think there's some hypocrisy here which also is understandable why people would want to point that out now I happen to have it on good authority, Holly, Yeah, that you know the response, as do I, but I want you to share this, that Taylor Swift has made in a response to this criticism about her use of, of private jets. Well, now, Taylor Swift, Bradley, is not responding herself, but Taylor Swift's team was quick to issue a statement to Rolling Stone magazine that published this article about celebrity private jets and their CO2 emissions. Now, they wanted to clarify the situation, Bradley. We've got it wrong. Oh. We got it wrong because Taylor Swift, on her private jet, isn't even on most of those flights. Because Taylor Swift loans her jet out to her friends and family, apparently. So she's not the one taking the flights. It's not her going on those flights from Missouri to Nashville, taking the flights that are maybe 130 miles and change. No, 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 no. Let us not be mistaken. So the criticism is basically she's not even on that plane. Yeah, she's not even doing it. She's, okay. And the fact. and But she's, it's her plane. And, she, and not only is Taylor Swift not on that flight, she's, gener- she's a generous friend. Of course yeah. she's going to loan you her private jet. Which rings a little hollow and following some of the, uh, you know, like social media outrage, people were quick to point out, like, it doesn't matter if she's on the plane, you fool. She owns it and yeah. is therefore responsible for the amount of emissions. That's like me saying, like. My home pollutes like a certain amount of fossil fuels every, but I, but I rent that home. I actually live over here, but I'm renting this home out to other people. So I'm not even in it. It's not me burning those fossil fuels. Uh, excuse me, that that's your house. Yeah. So you are responsible. And the only reason you're able to do that is because, I mean, again, it, it's not like she's saving the jet for usage like a couple times a year when she most needs it. Yeah. And I'm not even asking, like, as far as my own personal opinion is concerned, I'm just fascinated by the amount of resources. And I would encourage you if you want to read more about 
the amount of jet fuel and the emissions resulting from the usage of that jet fuel by celebrities to use private jets. If you find that at all interesting, read the uh, the Yard uh, study on, on uh, the results that they came up with. Because to me, it's just, I had no idea it was that crazy um, excessive in terms of like the amount of emissions caused by one private jet flying around the, con- uh, the country slash world. Yeah, and not only is the data interesting, Bradley, but I'm coming at it from a genuine creeper factor where I like to know where the celebrity private jets are yeah. flying to and fro. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, if you follow celeb jets, it's just one word, celeb jets on the Twitter. It'll tell you every time somebody's taken off. For example, it'll tell you when Tom, I think Tom Cruise just took off somewhere. And again, you don't know if Tom Cruise is on that jet, but but it doesn't matter. I think this whole thing, like data is just giving us more information. And when we have more information, we're better informed. And when we're better informed, we make better choices. And when we make better choices, the world is better as a result. So, ergo... Taylor Swift, you better think twice about getting on your fancy jet. Mm, you got to watch your reputation. Exactly. And everybody's going to have to do more of that. Like, for example, I did not use a straw today and I will not go anywhere. I don't need to go in my car today. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> they should have like, <laughs> like celebrity vehicle alerts. No, please don't do that. That would be kind of creepy. Yeah. They'll just take Ubers and things anyway. Mm -hmm. Nobody will know. All right, Holly, thank you for uh, Taylor Swift's response. Chris Jenner, congrats. I did want to just follow up and say, you know, Kylie Jenner did not make the top 10 list. So after all the grief that she got about this because she was singled out by this celeb jet account for taking a really short trip, um, she was nowhere in the top 10. Her sister was, though. Kim Kardashian was. So her sister actually uh, uses her private jet more than Kylie. So. Oh, thank you for setting the record straight. You're welcome. Speaking of setting the record straight, Holly's going to do that with all the other stories from Hollywood when we return right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's the beautiful Holly Roberts! Bradley Trainer. <laughs> Everybody uh, deserves a great introduction, and you... Ma'am, deserve no less. What's going on? Well, we have to say farewell to Star Trek star Nichelle Nichols. Oh, God. This was one of those alerts I got this weekend that really, really made me sad. Yes, actress Nichelle Nichols passed away over the weekend at the age of 89. She played uh, commanding a crew member... Crew member on the Enterprise in Star Trek Uhura, and she played Uhura across the original series in the first six Star Trek films. She also voiced the character in Star Trek the Animated Series, and an outpouring of tributes over the weekend uh, were on social media paying tribute to Nichelle Nichols, including those from George Takei and J.J. Abrams, who was responsible for the reboot Star Trek films. Yeah, just beloved by all. Yeah, like in addition to being extremely talented yes. and um accomplished just an amazingly like there are so many like superlatives but trailblazing truly a pioneering woman who did something at a time when what she did meant more than she even understood at the time like if you listen to her talk about the time that she uh was in that role and the effect that it had on not just you know average viewers but like sort of the culture without even Realizing it and to know that despite 
all of that. I don't know. Just an amazing, amazing human. Yes. Yes. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, uh, Michelle. Thank you, Nichelle. Uh, word had big headlines this afternoon is that Beyonce is changing the lyrics to one of her songs from her new album Renaissance. Oh, I, I heard about this, and it's very similar. I think it's the same word actually that uh, Lizzo just changed uh, a lyric in one of her songs too. Bradley, you're exactly right. It is that same word, and it's in Beyonce's new song called Heated. And this word, won't say it, but it refers to a disability that makes it difficult for people to control their muscles. And so Beyonce's team confirming to Variety the lyric from the song Heated will be removed. And a statement from Beyonce's team reads that the word not used intentionally in a harmful way, it will be replaced. Now, this came from criticism on social media. Uh, There was an essay in The Guardian discussing the use of this word uh, as a lyric and so going forward just make it the you change. know better you do better exactly and uh yes bradley to your point lizzo used the same term in her song girls off of her latest album special and lizzo removed the word from the song yeah so. I, you know it's one of those things where you know i think uh, there are some people who would react to a story like this oh god right and i would always whenever if something doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and I don't understand something, yeah. I tend to do this thing where I'll go try to understand it. And then when I understand it, I go, oh, ah. that's why. Yeah. You well, said- why would you want to not do something different then? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, it's not hard. No. But people, I think, you know, like to make everything harder than it needs to be. Yeah. But I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm glad that. That Beyonce did that, but more importantly, that people were listened to who had a voice that probably haven't had much of a voice before. So, as you put succinctly, when you know better, you, you do, do better. better. Katy Perry was throwing pizza at people at a Las Vegas nightclub over the weekend. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry, I just dropped. <laughs> Katy Perry throwing slices of pizza what? at club goers what? in Las Vegas on over purpose? the weekend on purpose. I don't like. Like in their face or in their mouth? What's going on? She was just throwing pizza slices left and right. Now, what a waste of pizza, I say. So Katy Perry was at a nightclub in Las Vegas. You know, she's doing things at Resorts World at Katy Perry. She's got a Las Vegas residency. And she decided to take pizza slices and throw them into into a crowd at a nightclub. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, when you when you're out dancing and it gets late... Sometimes you get snacky, but I would not want a slice of pizza thrown in my face. That is a waste of pizza. Oh my God, honey. Who does that? She's like putting pizza on a plate and then yes. throwing it and the pizza goes one direction and the plate goes another. Now I, there she is whipping pizza. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, that is going to end up being a hazard. <laughs> yep. And it's also going to end up in somebody's face or in somebody's outfit. Yes. But it could just end up in my mouth later well, it, when I'm done dancing. It does answer the question. What's Katy Perry up to? She's a judge on American Idol. She has this Las Vegas residency at Resorts World, and she's a mom. She's doing a lot of things. She's I mean, nice to have a residency when you're a mom, I would imagine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 So if you want to go check out Katy Perry, she's flinging slices of pizza. Baby, All go right. Grab one in your mouth. Uh, sources over at People.com exclusively are telling us, Bradley, that Chris Rock has moved on from the Oscars incident and he doesn't need to talk to Will Smith. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Now, an insider talking to People.com. What does that mean? When they're talking exclusively to a uh, publication. Somebody connected to the story or has an invested interest in the story is talking directly to people. Exactly. Now, an insider is saying that this is clearly something that bothers Will 
more than Chris. Uh, that's been obvious for a while because only one person's been talking publicly about this. Yes. Now, this is addressing the video that Will Smith re- uh, released on his Facebook page on Friday uh, discussing the Oscar incident. And that source telling people.com that Chris Rock has moved on and Chris doesn't need to talk and Will needs to deal with his issues. Chris is fine. Yeah. And see, this is the thing I think we talked about last week. Like, he just, there's no expectation that Chris needs to deliver. Do we want to hear what he has to say? Would we love like a Barbara Walters special? Sure. It's not going to happen unless Chris wants it to. And if he doesn't, he doesn't owe us that. He doesn't owe Will that. Will did this weird thing last week by sort of putting the ball in Chris's court. Yes. Which bizarrely just then sort of took control of the situation in a way that further i don't know it just it it doesn't look good for will smith no it was like will smith was excusing himself from this behavior and then putting it on chris to be the one to address it but the source is adding hey chris is not not talking he's making jokes about it in a stand-up set yeah so he's doing it his own way yeah and that's all he needs to do uh-huh. thank you holly and you do the dirt alert in your own way and we're grateful for that i'm because- gonna go my own Otherwise, there would be a lot of crickets happening. Hey, when we come back, Holly's got some blind items for us right here on My Talk 1071. 71. Juicy bits of gossip with the Donna left in for good measure. The Donna, of course, the Donna Valentine. She's our special guest. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk. And uh, we do have some juicy bits of gossip. Holly brings them to us each and every day. We call them blind items, and it's, a little, it's time for a little blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. And joining us this afternoon is Donna Valentine from the Donna and Steve Show. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Hi guys. Thanks for showing up, B-Bat. B-Bal. B-Bal. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, let's kick things off this week with a little blind item revealed. That means we know who this blind item is about. Let's revisit. All right. This movie studio is not going to fire the lead actor of the upcoming superhero movie. Mm. The actor won't be asked back, Mm. but it will be something similar to what happened to the A minus list actress at the same studio. Mm. She wasn't fired, Mm. just had her role reduced by 95%. Mm. I don't know the actress. I do have an idea of the actor, Donna. Do you, ma'am? I am thinking I do know the actress. Oh, oh, we could uh, combine forces. Okay, so my actress is Amber Heard. Okay, and my actor, I can't remember his name now, but he plays... Jason, uh, the big guy? No, no, uh. he's the one that's been like <laughs> creepily uh, sauntering around the country taking hostages. Uh, oh. Or at least getting restraining orders against him for um, hanging out with, with young women. It's mm. messy. And his name, oh gosh, The Flash. It's The Flash, right? Mm. What's his name? Do you remember Donna? Um, nope. Remember the guy who was like fighting with people in Hawaii? Oh, oh, yes. And then That's it continued. That that person. Oh, you're name right. Is... You're absolutely right. I, I apologize. They. Ezra. Miller. Yes! Yes! We got there. All right. So Warner Brothers is not going to fire Ezra Miller as the lead of the Flash, but. 
they're probably not going to be asking them back. It's something similar that happened with Amber Heard in Aquaman, where Hmm. she wasn't fired. She just had her role reduced by 95%. It's so interesting because I heard some conversation. Holly, you turned me on to this podcast called The Town. And there was a conversation recently that was had about Ezra Miller and what they, that is the studio, was going to do about their role. And the thought was they're not going to do much because it's not rising to a level that would demand. Now, I disagree, but the studio has made the calculation. It doesn't rise to a level that requires them to completely to, pull, to pull them, them out yeah. because there's no definitive proof or yeah. legal. Although, I would say at the point which one of your stars is getting restraining orders taken out against yes, them. Yes, good point. Yeah, they're, essentially the calculation from Warner Brothers is that Ezra Miller's behavior is not going to impact the bottom line box office in a way that would make them act yeah. accordingly. Mm. Which is just the world we live in, which is sad. Super sad. But we got there. We got there. Donna, thank I you know, so much. Thank you. You you, um, you cleaned up the You're mess that buddy, I had started. You're my buddy, Let's do another one. Let's do it. Another celebrity gossip mystery. You would think that with everyone discussing whether this A-plus list singer is a climate criminal, Mm. the least she could do is keep her plane grounded and use a different one for a week or two. Right. Nope. Four flights in two days, including two cross-country flights to a studio she used for her last two albums and then back home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know who it is? Yeah. I think it's Taylor Swift. Ding, ding, queen. Only because we just talked about this story at the beginning of the show today. Oh, God, Have you yeah. been, fo- well, fill in the blank, Holly, and then we'll discuss. So you would think that with everyone discussing whether Taylor Swift is a climate criminal, the least Taylor could do is keep her plane grounded and use a different one for a week or two. Well, nope, that's not the case. Four flights in two days, wow. including two cross-country flights to a studio Taylor Swift's use for her last two albums and then back home. Have you been following the story, the celeb jet story? Yeah, a little bit, and everyone's getting super defensive. Like Drake was saying, hey, just because you hear this doesn't mean I was on the plane. They're going to bring it back to the hangar. And yeah, that's what Taylor's people said too. Like, she wasn't even on this plane. It's like, okay, guys. That's even worse. But you own the plane. <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're the one like responsible for all the jet emissions. Right. Who else, if if it's not you, then who? who? Mm. Right? Yeah. Yes. You could say, hey, we're gonna take it easy on the private jet for now. Yeah, I mean, that's the very least you could do, right? Wow, that's really making me think. I was going to make an extra drive up to the cabin, and then I'm going but the next But here's and what I'm I like, want do you to I do. I really need to go. I, I like where your heart is at, mm-hmm. and then I want to take your mind to that story, the the marketing and research firm that did the, the math on all of this. Okay. You should read it, because I think it'll allay some of your like guilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you look at the amount of emissions that a private jet emits versus say you in a car okay it's now i'm not saying you shouldn't be responsible for your own footprint yeah just want to be what's the thoughtful about but it's it's about what 1100 times like those celebrities on average with private jets are about 1100 times emitting 1100 times more than you and i are you and i do on a yearly basis yeah okay stop that go, go, go to your cabin honey thanks man but before you go to your cabin, Donna, let's solve another celebrity gossip mystery. Okay. This... Are you going to go right now? No, okay. I just mean in a few days. 
Thank you. This foreign-born permanent A-plus list mostly movie actor with multiple franchises and a former side gig that was not acting has three girlfriends in the same exclusive apartment condo close to his home. The latest is a beach volleyball player barely out of her teens. Oh, uh, oh. I got it. I got a little lost. I got a yeah. foreign-born permanent A-list. Actor. I'm sorry, A-plus. Yes. Movie actor. Yes. Who has a side gig. Well, they had a former side gig. They're no longer doing that. Now I'm forgetting Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. That was for a time. Yeah. It was a big side gig, but you know. multi-level marketing? No. Is it another TV (gasps) type of gig? Like a hosting gig or an It's not like an Arnold Schwarzenegger restaurant. (laughs) Wow. You just stepped right in it. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got ladies in the same condo. Yes. Wow. Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger, remember, he was governor of California. Oh, that was a side gig. Not yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> Not Planet Hollywood. Although that was a side gig at one point. For him. Okay. okay. And FYI, he's like, what, 75 yeah. right now? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So he has three girlfriends in the same exclusive apartment complex close to his home. And the latest is a beach volleyball player barely out of her teens. Ew. Ew. Why do we find that so gross? He's, I'm starting to think he's creepy. Didn't he have an affair with the, <laughs> well, I he, know, ha- starting he has a child wife? by the housekeeper. Right. Yeah. I bet all these girls live at the Sandcastle apartments in Santa Monica. Really? Holly's been there. Mm-hmm. She shacked up there for a while. She was real good what friends with like? Arnold. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no tell, wrong. wrong. <laughs> tell us, um, tell us wh- why you know th- such place. Why I'm getting the spidey sense tingling that they all live at the Sea Castle Apartments because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger hangs out around that part of town. Oh. If he's dating a beach volleyball player, these apartments are right across from the beach where lots of people play volleyball, okay. and it's very nice. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, also, not surprising. He just seems like a guy who's. He used to have like credibility at some. You know, he was married to a very well, respectable. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's person. not horny. I mean, okay, Donna. but keep it in your pants. I mean, people get Donna. horny, but they don't just start. Yes, Donna. I know. <laughs> have you met men, Donna? Yeah, <laughs> Donna. I mean, God bless a man at seven. What is he? Seventy-five. Yeah. He must be on that little blue pill thing yeah i mean there's lots of ways you can get around issues at that age hmm, okay did you want to share i feel like you have it. something to uh i want to go home what do you know you that can, we don't know you can dm me we <laughs> 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 got time for a quickie oh uh, yes another celebrity gossip mystery the a-list everything in her mind celebrity knew her new husband had a commitment at comic-con to announce a new project Knowing that, she still scheduled their honeymoon for overseas and told him he could not join her later or leave during the middle of it, which is why there was an Instagram announcement rather than at the show, which was the original plan. Oh my God, I'm so clueless, Donna. No, it's J-Lo and Ben Affleck. (laughs) And what was the announcement? The announcement was he was returning to Batman. Oh my God, somebody's paying attention. Yeah. You have have just become the queen of all blind items. Platinum member. Yes, queen. You can get, you can board early now. Thanks. (laughs)
Who loves you, baby? Who you loves your, you, baby? You got your diners club here. Woo! Now, Jennifer Lopez knew that Ben Affleck was supposed to make an announcement at Comic-Con. She didn't care. Scheduled their honeymoon for overseas during Comic-Con, which is why we had that quote-unquote leak hmm. that Jason Momoa shared that Ben Affleck was returning as got Batman it. and Aquaman. Oh, it wasn't a it, Hollywood studio tour. It all becomes clear. Yeah, that was just a convenient story. Mm. Nothing is real. And, and Donna Valentine smokes. smokes. Mm-hmm. You don't. Did you ever? I smoke? don't. I did for a very long so time. So did I. Yeah, I'm bad so habit. We, I'm, I'm so s- glad we gave it up. Me too. So so glad. Don, Donna, thank you so much for showing up and killing. Thank you. This is my new dirty habit. It's, it's <laughs> happy to enable. It thank works you. for us. All right. Have fun. another. But when we come back, we've got speaking of blind items, one that has actually come to life. Holly has done the digging. It involves Sylvester Stallone. We'll tell you about his beef when we return. Right here on my talk 1071. Talk is thank you for that, Holly Roberts, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. You know, we love blind items, but sometimes, like Frankenstein's monster, they come to life. Oh, it's alive! Oh. Yes, Bradley. Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, let's, let's kick it off, Bradley, because sometimes now blinded by the item. Is filled with celebrity gossip mysteries written by our good friend, at least we call him our good friend, N.T. Lawyer. He's been on the show, actually. Yeah, he actually was. Yeah, an attorney who writes celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, we don't know whether or not any of these are true when we first read them. Yeah, for sure. Because they're gossip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you got to take it with a grain and of salt. I will say you you do need to take them with a grain, or, a grain, or, a grain of salt because sometimes they'll come true. Uh, you know, we'll, they'll later be redeemed by headlines that sort of match the blind item. But sometimes they're just like completely like off the wall and nothing ever comes to pass. But I will say he's got a good enough track record. Yes. And the track record, Bradley, continues Oh, today. what do we know, girl? Oh, my goodness. Well, we read a blind item last week, Bradley, that now has revealed itself to us in the press. Here is the first blind item. Blinded by the now, item. You guys actually might have even read this while I was away a couple weeks ago. But then we reread it last week because it was revealed. And I'm going to fill in the blanks for you. So, Sylvester Stallone who's an Oscar winner slash nominee, might now have an ownership position in the long-running franchise he created. Or might not, excuse me. Yeah. But the actor with the famous name does. That would be Michael B. Jordan. Oh, now. I was going through the headlines this morning, Bradley. As one does. And there's a headline that totally proves that Sylvester Stallone does not have a stake in the Rocky movies, and he is mad about it. Okay, tell us more. Well, he decided to do what a lot of people do when they're upset. They air their grievances on social media. Mm. Now, this is coming to us courtesy of Sylvester Stallone's official Instagram account, where he was very upset at the fact that he doesn't have an ownership stake, and somebody named Erwin Winkler, who is a um, prolific producer in Hollywood, does. And news last week broke that the Rocky universe is going to expand with a spinoff based on the character Drago. Drago, Ivan Drago, the uh, Russian, yes. played by Dolph Lundgren. Yes, exactly. I mean, good work for uh, uh, good news and good work for 
um, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Sorry, I was getting the name and his character confused. Um, so yeah, good for him. But uh, I need to better understand. So so Sylvester Stallone doesn't own any part of the Rocky franchise yeah, or uh, mm-hmm. just the spinoff parts or what are we talking about here? Well, the beef that Sylvester Stallone has now, this is that thing, Bradley. We talked about this last week where Sylvester Stallone made the first Rocky movie back in the mid 1970s. Yeah. Perhaps he wasn't thinking that Rocky would be a franchise juggernaut that it has become in the year 2022, little let well, alone being a, a hit movie in 1976. And actors at that time, I would imagine, if uh, you know my understanding is correct, didn't negotiate things like ownership stakes in movies very often enough that so like for example like the star wars the original star wars cast it's not like they're still making tons of money off of the star wars franchise right right unless they negotiated some yeah. kind of contractual change they probably did but i don't know i guess yeah well i want you to open the story bradley because okay. i want you to see the images that sylvester stallone posted on his instagram account about his true feelings about oh. the pro- <laughs> oh about the producer now you were wrong you were in the right arena when you were talking about frankenstein but we should have been talking about dracula yeah he's like sucking some blood because here's what sylvester stallone had to say he mm, did an image of producer Irvin winkler dressed up as dracula uh sucking the blood of rocky balboa here's what sylvester stallone has to say Another heartbreaker. No, I'm not going to do that. Just found out once again, Erwin Winkler, this pathetic 94-year-old producer and his moronic vulture children, Charles and David, are once again picking the bones of another wonderful creator character I created without even telling me. I apologize to fans. I never wanted Rocky characters to be exploited by these parasites. By the way, I once had nothing but respect for Dolph, and he never told me about what's going on behind my back with the character I created for him. Real friends are more precious than gold. This is so fascinating. So I guess I want to understand the legal issues behind it better because like when you go, so based on what he said, it sounds Mm -hmm. like this Irvin Irvin Winkler controls, you know, uh, the the franchise. But when you go to like the Rocky franchise Wikipedia, it's like it was created by Sylvester Stallone. So yeah. like, how did he end up with no rights to this? Oh, I my wonder. goodness. Well, it's one of those things. I wish, Bradley, that we had one, an episode of Behind the Music. Remember I that know, show on VH1 back in the late 90s? It was story after story of these rock and roll bands who sold millions upon millions of records, yet they never saw a dime because yeah. of the deals that they signed. Yeah. So he obviously signed a crappy deal and this Irvin Winkler made the right deal because he now controls the universe. Right, and Sylvester Stallone is really upset about it. He's also upset at Dolph Lundgren for not telling him that he signed a deal to make a Drago spinoff. All that happened behind Sylvester Stallone's back. That I don't hold Dolph uh, accountable for because like, if Rocky doesn't have an ownership stake, he doesn't owe Rocky that unless they were like besties and he didn't tell him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Sylvester Stallone was venting his frustrations, Bradley, about not owning any of the Rocky franchise for himself. And he was asking Erwin Winkler to do the right thing and, you know, cut him a deal. Give him some of the rights. I created this character. I have embodied this character for 40 years. Can you give me a cut? And it seems like they are not budging. Well, I don't know. Is uh, Sly under some financial uh, trouble? or? I 
feel like he's doing okay with himself, yeah, Bradley. I, I feel like Sylvester Stallone is doing okay kind with himself. Kind of a sad place to be at this yeah. stage in your life if you're this bitter about something that happened in 1976. Although I can understand, you know, if you just came on the, sh- you ended up on the short end of the stick or the wrong end of the deal or whatever euphemism slash metaphor you choose to use, mm-hmm. that it would hurt and be uncomfortable and sad, but. To be lashing out on social media with pictures of the guy as a vampire? I don't know. I feel like there's a better use of your time and resources, Sylvester. <laughs> a little petty Do quarter call junction. Him Sylvester at all? Uh, I bet his good friends call him Sly. Yeah. Well, I know Sly Stallone, right? But Yeah. I wonder if anybody, maybe his mom used to call him Sylvester. Oh, Jackie Stallone, rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Yeah. She oh, was one of a kind. Indeed. Well, yeah, just goes to show you sometimes blind items reveal themselves. It's true. I, it's true. And again, this just gives me hope that we should be listening ever closer to the sad blind items that NT gives us on a regular basis. <laughs> Holly, thank you for sharing that with us. Mm. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have a conversation about totally random reality shows. What's your totally random reality binge that you love? 651-641-1071. And I'll tell you what I watched this weekend. That'll make you go, what? Right here on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Well, that was fun. That, that was fun. fun. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. My family's my whole world. That's why.